Hey, what's good, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Lead the Way Podcast. I'm your host, Biffy Cool Kid, and it is July, and I am here to deliver another great episode to you on this great day that the Lord has made. I hope you guys are having a great positive week full of productivity and opportunities, and this episode will be a inspirational and motivating one, of course, funny and comical and real. Um, but it's definitely talking about dealing with your success and a trait that you need in order to be successful. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in and supporting me on this journey of having this platform to express my realist views on real life stuff. And um, at the beginning of this show, I do need two huge favor- favors from you. And um, this favor takes less than a minute to do, I promise. And you can actually do it while you're listening um, to this episode. So um, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, I need you to click on the podcast, Lead the Wave on the app and scroll down to the bottom where it says ratings and reviews. And please rate the podcast. Um, There are some you're going to see some stars down there and you click on the star and you rate it. Now, five stars would be amazing, but whatever your heart says, you know, you do it. Um, The icing on the cake for this favor would be to also leave a review after you rate. Now, I'm not asking you to write a dissertation or a thesis, um, you know, when you leave a review, but um, it can be very short, you know, a sentence or so. It can be about how the podcast makes you feel, why you like listening, What was your favorite episode? You know, anything that you want to say um, about the podcast. So if you listen to Apple Podcasts and you can do that, I will love you forever. Um, The second favor that I need from you guys is that I want to encourage you to share the podcast on your social media platforms. Like maybe posting a clip on your IG story, um, sharing on Facebook, on your story on or you know doing a status um if you're on twitter you can tweet about it um anything to show that you support will be greatly appreciated and i'll be sure to share your posts and spread the love um i am thinking about doing a giveaway of something maybe like some airpods or something um just for the support and you know the appreciation like a listener appreciation but don't quote me because you know how black people do not forget free shit so Um, But I am thinking about it. So um, but those are the two huge favors I need from you guys. And I would greatly appreciate it. Um, I was listening to a um, South Carolina State alumni. She has a podcast and her name is Jessica. And her podcast is called the Dear Sister Podcast. And it's a great podcast. Um, Shout out to Jessica. She's been doing her thing. Um, So I was listening to her podcast and she was talking about it. And I was like, oh, 
So I felt inspired from that. So that's why I was like, oh, I can probably share this out to my listeners. But definitely go check out that um, podcast from Jessica. It's called Dear Sister. And um, it's a great podcast on healing, um, spiritual connection, and, you know, being one with God. So it's a great podcast. So make sure you go listening. So this has been a quite um, interesting summer. I will say, um, I've been hearing real hot girl shit, you know, city boys, you know, city boys, shout out to all the city boys, we up by a thousand, you know, Lion King just came out and all of Beyonce shenanigans and listen, listen, y'all look, Lion King is not anything new. Like all the adults, like writing the reviews about Lion King, like this ain't even about y'all. Y'all had y'all childhood. Like, listen, this how Lion King is scar plotted. With the hyenas to kill King Mufasa. Mufasa dies. And Simba is led to believe that Scar. But that it was his fault. So he fled the kingdom. He comes back to claim the kingdom as his own. Boom. That's what happens. Beyonce's voice as Nala is not going to change this plot people. But wonder why are all the movies that are based in Africa. Like the antagonist is always someone in the family or close to them. Like Scar is Mufasa's brother. And in Black Panther, T'Challa and Killmonger are cousins. So I wonder why like our stories are told that way. But, you know, that's just, you know, I was just thinking about that. Um, also with the summer, I was in grad school this summer and OMG. When I tell y'all this shit consumed my whole life, like I was so done. It was like back to back papers worth like 300 points each. So I really couldn't even afford to miss like one assignment. Like all of them were important. It was like project after project and never stopped. It was like the professor was saying like, hey, you finished a 20 page, 20 page paper today? Well, okay, boom. Let me slap this second pra- uh, 20 page paper on your ass since you think you're about to relax. That's due in the next four days. So but classes ended um, last week. So I'm glad that's over. Um, which brings me to today's topic, which is the wave on self-discipline. Um, this summer semester has like really taught me how to stay on top of my responsibilities and make sure I'm doing what I was supposed to be doing. It was so many times that I was like, fuck this. I'm going to enjoy my summer. Like, I don't need this. Like, my man has two jobs. Like, I was so uncomfortable with the magnitude of work. But with God and commitment, I made it. And self-discipline can be in more than just the area of school. Self-discipline is needed in relationships, your diet, the workplace, business, leadership, fitness, your mindset. It can fit in so many areas of your life. So today we're going to be talking about self-discipline, how to develop it, how to manage it, and tips on how to improve your self-discipline. So let's get into some things and start the show. So let's talk about self-discipline. Now, let's be honest. For most of us, it's a work in progress wrapped in good intentions, procrastination and feelings of failure. But it doesn't have to be. Self-discipline, like everything else, is a practice. Not every day will be perfect, but each day with its failures and small wins is progress. And that's what self-discipline is all about. So let's start by defining what self-discipline is. 
Self-discipline is the ability to get yourself to take action, to do what you need to do, regardless of your physical, your mental, or your emotional state. Everything you want in your life, everything you want to have, be, and do depends on your ability to get yourself to take the necessary actions to achieve your goals, whether you feel like it or not. It's about taking small and consistent actions to gradually develop habits that serve your dreams and grow your goals, integrating those habits into your life and creating a lifestyle that's aligned with your purpose. It's about conditioning the mind and rewiring your brain to recognize the rewards and taking a step towards your long term goals rather than giving into behaviors that yield short term pleasure. Like for starters, to develop self-discipline requires having a strong desire to achieve a specific goal. Without a strong desire, there's going to be very little hope for self-discipline. And the thing about self-discipline is that self-discipline needs fuel. And that fuel typically comes in the form of either inspiration or motivation. You need one or the other to fuel self-discipline. Otherwise, you will definitely struggle to stay focused over extended periods of time. And all this essentially boils down to is having enough compelling reasons for beginning each task or project you commit to doing. So in the process, you can ask yourself, what do I want? Why do I want this? Why why specifically do I need to follow through and get this done? So think about those questions as you start to develop a vision for self-discipline. Another thing about self-discipline is that self-discipline requires consistent commitment and accountability. Commitment and accountability. Now, of course, your reasons alone are never really enough. You, You will need a consistent commitment to doing whatever is required to accomplish your goals. This, of course, is rarely easy. Like long term commitment takes discipline And typically, this ain't something that most people are good at by doing themselves. What these people are fundamentally lacking is a little bit of accountability. A long-term commitment to something requires that we either hold ourselves accountable or we have someone else hold, hold, hold us accountable for our actions. And a quick fix for that would be to find you like an accountability partner. This could be a friend, a parent, a colleague like and also when you find an accountability partner like make sure you are holding each other accountable also so you hold them accountable they hold you accountable don't let like excuses fly you will be amazed at like what you can accomplish when you know someone is there to um check on you so like if you tell your friend that you have something to do and they don't do a simple checkup the next time they talk to you like saying hey did you get to finish so-and-so they are not holding you accountable. And those excuses that people give you are not acceptable. Like if you told me you have to finish an assignment and you hit me up to go to the club, I'm going to ask you if you finish your work. And if not, we ain't going nowhere. So, I mean, you're going to have to get that done because you will not blame me for having you somewhere out in these streets and you miss your deadline. And, If you don't like it, you can find another person to satisfy your guilty pleasure. But we have to get 
our priorities in line, people. Get them in line. Hold yourself accountable. And it's not like, you know, if you are, if you're not, let's say you didn't like meet your your goal that you told me about. If we do trying to do something like I need you to have a plan for what you're going to do if we do take time away from this. So I won't totally shut them out, but it's like you got to have a plan. Like you just can't be out here kind of free willy and you got priorities lined up, you know. So another thing that self-discipline requires are um, penalties and rewards. Um, and that's because often like our motivational levels often, you know, fluctuate. It goes up and down. And at certain times you'll feel extremely motivated and at other times you will struggle to get through certain tasks and activities. And to avoid falling into the cycle, it can be helpful to put some penalties and rewards in place. Like punishments and rewards can be used to help direct your behavior throughout the day. So like, for example, you can reward yourself for making like specific choices or partaking in certain kinds of behaviors and Likewise, you can penalize yourself for indulging in other types of behaviors or for making poor choices. If y'all knew like half of the rewards and punishments I give myself are like little choices or big choices I make, y'all would be like, wow, like y'all probably think I'm crazy. But I mean, but I have to do it because temptation is out there. And when I reward myself, it doesn't have to be a grand gesture all the time. It can be like as simple as. I'm going to treat myself to a drink for, you know, making this good decision in this like really tempting time. Or you can treat yourself like I treat myself to breakfast or I'll go to the mall and just be like, hey, I'm buying me a jersey or a pair of shoes because those jerseys like cost money. Like the highest I paid for a jersey, which was crazy, but it was my birthday, so I didn't care. But it was that Lakers jersey I have. That Lakers jersey was like two fifty, and it's like, but I was like, shit, I'm treating myself, and that, and it kept me on track with like you saying, like I'm not just like frivolously spending, like I'm putting some discipline behind it. Of I'm actually accomplishing little small tasks where I can just be like, I don't have to feel guilty about this or this decision that I made. So we're talking about things that require self-discipline. So. A question that comes to mind is, as you're listening is, so how do we develop self-discipline? So I'm going to be sharing some strategies that work for me. And I'm not saying that I've had, I have mastered self-discipline because there are some days I slip up. But when I do slip up, I notice the changes, adjust, and I learn from them. And that's something that's very important because you will have those kind of days. So, of course, there are more strategies than these, but these are just some of the ones that matter to me. So when you're talking about developing self-discipline, the first thing that you want to do is set priorities. And before you so before you can excel, you must be invested. So to boost productivity and focus, you can start each day by like prioritizing tasks. Self-discipline can only endure if it's channeled towards something specific. And to gain clarity about what it is you want, you can ask yourself, what is it that I want to do, be, have, or achieve? What new habit would I like to develop? What behavior would I like to change? Or what is one thing that I want to focus on in this moment? I know for myself because my mind is like constantly thinking and rambling with thoughts and 
because I have a great aura and energy that I bring like around people and the people that I consider my friends, like I'm being invited places or, you know, different events. And, um, and, you know, for example, that though, like for those different events and places, those are my, you know, my rewards to myself for being self-disciplined. So because I have all those stuff running through my mind of like tasks and different events and social life. So before either before I go to bed or when I wake up in the morning, I'm writing down things that I have to do on the notes app. Yes, the notes app. And if you are not using the notes app, my friends, you are missing out. And it brings so much productivity to my life. Like the first thing some of y'all do when y'all wake up anyway is look at your phone at like Instagram feeds and social media. Or when you wake up, you're trying to find the right video. Like <laughs> the nasty folks will get that last one. But y'all know about finding that right video. But so why not use that that phone for something productive? And, you know, ain't like nobody texting you good morning. So you might as well look at something you can benefit from. But I mean, I'm OCD like that. So it works for me. Um, you may have another strategy of, you know, that something that lets you be, you know, productive. Um, but the notes app allows me to organize my thoughts in my head. And I have like different categories written down, like things to do, important things to buy, um, some trips that I have lined up. I have the bills outlined of like how much it is I'm paying this month. And, um, I have a title for a grad school. So, and it just like it just develops in like to different little tasks that I have to do. And so looking at the things that I wrote down, I'm able to have a clear mindset about how my day is potentially, you know, going to be. It's a vision. So, of course, it doesn't always go as planned, but at least I have a vision and I'm not wasting my energy on like low priority things. And there are only so much hours in the day. So I have to map out how I can dedicate time to do what I have to do. And writing things down for me can be a lot sometimes because I'm thinking I'm have to get the items done that same day. But in reality, I may have the whole week to prioritize what I have to get done. But writing down those small tasks that I have to do and seeing me put a check emoji beside it gives me like a sense of relief, productivity and accomplishment for myself. I can look back on the app and like see the goals that I've accomplished, which in return which is a pro, it allows me to tackle new challenges because because that ones that I may have, you know, previously feared because I've seen that looking at that notes app, I can say like, hey, this was a task that I didn't think that I'll be able to accomplish. But seeing that I actually did it, like when I have a new challenge, I'm not, you know, as fearful. So build self-discipline by, you know, managing your schedule and, you know, controlling where you focus your energy. Um. Another thing that you want to do is, you know, describe the changes that's required. You know, now that you have some clarity about what it is that you want, you know, it's time to describe what kind of habits and behaviors you will help that will help you attain that desired outcome. You know, in other words, what kind of person might you need to become to achieve your goal? Every goal that we set brings is brings with a precise set of behaviors and habits that are intrinsically intertwined with the goal we want to achieve. The behaviors that you cultivate and the habits that you adopt must reflect your core values. And you have to know like what you have to know your personality to know, like, what are your core values? And that's essentially the only way to ensure that you stick to your goal 
over the long run. So think about your core values, think about your personality as you start to think about behaviors that you can handle. Like, for example, if you know you are trying to save money, you know, stopping by Wendy's after work for a four for four every day on the way home is not going to help you achieve that goal. Or if you want to be in a committed relationship, maybe being in the whole phase right now wouldn't be the best decision right now. You know, maybe figuring out how to love yourself without the attachment of somebody else will probably help. You know, so as you as you pursue a goal, we learn and we grow along the journey. And this subsequently like helps transform how we see ourselves, how we see others and how we interact with the world around us. The point that I'm trying to make is that you will need to change and adapt in some respects to have this goal in your life. Like, in other words, you need to become the person that deserves to have this goal in your life. So that means that you're going to have to sacrifice, like give up some things and gain new perspectives because the root of self-discipline is overcoming the pain. Like you have to determine what suffering you are willing to do to achieve your goal. Now, not all goals are worth suffering for and not all suffering yields results. So think about that, you know, start by asking like, what suffering am I willing to do today? And you have to be very honest here. Like we all have a pain tolerance and, you know, honesty will help, you know, open us up to finding ways to achieve our goals that are within our limits. And at the end of the day, it's up to you to do the work. And that is the real message. If you want to transform your life in a positive way, that transformation will not happen by itself. You will need to make it happen. You will need to do the work. You need to put in the hours, the days, the weeks, the months, and the years. Like you need to get on the path and stay on the path. The path that leads you to the positive transformations, the path that leads to a better you, the path that leads to freedom. And that path is the hard path, the tough path, the relentless path. It is the path of discipline. And the path of discipline is the only way because discipline equals freedom. All right, so now we are on the last wave, which is the wrap up of the show. And on this portion, I am actually gonna be giving some tips on building self-discipline. And the ones that helped me as I built self-discipline throughout my life is the first tip is that you want to remember that failure is a part of succeeding. I'm going to say that again. Failure is always a part of succeeding. Um, many people want to become like self-disciplined and then they make a mistake in their hopeful routine on day two and give up. Let me tell you, you will not make yourself perfectly disciplined overnight. So please expect some failure to happen along the way. But if you plan for it and understand that you will fail from time to time, one mistake should not like derail you from your whole plan on your way to success. And at the same time, when you experience success, you need to celebrate. Like, for example, if you accomplish all of the five goals that you had set for yourself this week, reward yourself and like celebrate in a way that won't undermine your success. 
Like, let's say your goal was to gain new clients for your business. A bad reward would be to take three days off from like looking at trying to get new clients. You know, a good reward would be like have lunch at a restaurant, a fancy restaurant with your friend. Like you don't want to take, you don't want to reward yourself that, you know, that's going to stop you from actually, that takes away from the goal that you made. So first tip, remember that failure is always a part of succeeding. Um, The next tip is to remove temptation. Self-control is like the easiest, it's like the easiest one living by that old saying, out of sight, out of mind. You know, removing all temptation and distraction from your environment is a crucial first step when working to improve your self-discipline. Like, if you are trying to have a better control of your eating, you might want to, you know, get away from the desserts, you know, leave the oatmeal pies and the snacks and the all those, you know, cakes and stuff, you know, you might want to put them down, you know, get you a salad, you know, instead of the lemon pepper wings, you know. So remove the temptation. And of course, you know, you're going to have those days where, you know, you're going to be tempted and you may fall back. But, you know, like I said in the beginning, take notice of your choice, adjust and learn from them. And like for another example, if you want to improve your focus while working, turn off your cell phone, put it on. Do not disturb and, you know, remove the clutter from your workspace. I know for myself and for like a lot of people, I cannot work at home in my apartment. Like it's like my work is not going to get done. I have to go to Starbucks where there's not, you know, the temptation of turning on a show in the background while I'm working or walking in the kitchen trying to get something to eat or, you know, just trying to lay in my bed because I'm comfortable. You know, with at least working at Starbucks, I know that I don't want to be here forever. So it motivates me to get what I need to get done so I can go home and do what I want to do. So. Set yourself up for success by, you know, ditching those bad influences and removing the temptations. Well, guys, we have reached the end of the show. And I hope from this show you were able to gain some insight about self-discipline and you are able to apply something from this podcast episode to lead the wave in your own life. Or maybe you heard something that can help someone that you know. Um, so hopefully I, a, I did a good job of hitting the topic and uh, also don't forget to follow Lead the Way Podcast and on Instagram and Facebook at Lead the Way Podcast. That's all together. L-E-A-D-T-H-E-W-A-V-E Podcast. Once again, I want to thank you for listening and supporting and tuning in. Um, be sure to tell a friend about the podcast, spread the word. You know, um, and also if you're on Apple Podcasts, um, I don't know if it does it on other platforms, but um, if you can, you know, make sure you um, rate, you know, click on those stars, leave a rating. And most importantly, leave a review. You know, I'm trying to take this podcast to like to the next level. So that would be very um, appreciative. And most importantly, um, be yourself, spread love and positivity in your interactions with people. That's very important, guys. Just, you know, be yourself, spread love and positivity. Um, And I always end my shows with a quote. And today's quote for this episode is respect your efforts, respect yourself. Self-respect leads to self-discipline. And when you have both firmly under your belt, that's real power. And until next time, as always, peace and love, my friends.